Hello, everyone, <laughs> and welcome back to the Film Different Podcast. A podcast where a couple of fools talk about a couple of movies they either loved, hated, or just thought were okay. Okay. And today we're... It's a special about, treat. It's a special treat. If you're wondering why we're coming at you all hot and bothered, you'll find out. You'll find out here in a second. And uh, uh, it's, it's e- the Dune versus Eternals. That's right. <clears throat> I'm going to be talking about Dune. And we're going to be talking about the Eternals. Or Eternals. I don't know what one it is. It's just Eternals. Yeah. And you let us know. Let us know. In the comments whose argument you thought was better. <laughs> it's looking up all that juice. Um, saliva. My mouth is just salivating. Oh, Jesus Christ. Check out all the social medias. We just made an Instagram. It's brand, brand new. Mm-hmm. Fresh. Made a Twitter. Made a Twitter as well. And a TikTok. Yep. Like all it, fresh. All fresh. And a big announcement that we wanted to share as well. Um, we made a Patreon. I mean, it's not a big announcement. But it's, it's big to us, you know? It is. Um... Um, anything will help, honestly. We're <laughs> we got three tiers. We got th- we got three tiers. <laughs> right into it. Um, yeah, uh, general support. Um, every, anything will be appreciated. It helps us in things like creating more content for you, obviously. Anything that's made, we're going to put it right back into the podcast. So it's not really anything a, a profit to us at all. It's making money so we can... <laughs> So we can put it back in, in for you guys. Because look at these. Look at these mics. We just got these. Yeah. We just got these bad boys. So the, hopefully our sniffles and our cries come up with peak performance. There are children dying in Africa. What should we talk about? <laughs> yeah, kind of. Kind of. More like the Middle East. But Oh, yeah. We filmed this after the fact. We fil- <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry. Just to be aware. We filmed this after up the fact. In here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is a... Yeah, we did this after everything. Yeah. So, if you, if you want to know, still uh, stick around to see what happens. But yeah, um, it, uh, it helps us with the podcast. <laughs> Back to the Patreon, it helps us with the pad, p- p- podcast. Um, and excuse me, and uh, it helps with any uh, short films that we plan on doing in the future. That's right. Uh, yeah. With that, we'll get into it. With that, we'll get into it. That was hot. Green going down on my chin. OMG! We got our first Patreon. What? Excuse me? This is crazy. As stated in the tears... You get the shout out in one of our ads. Now listen, it's a, supposed to be an ad break, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But I wanted to put it in the beginning because that's how special this is. This is a monumental moment. Shadi Monet. What a beautiful name. Wow. I, I guaranteed an equally beautiful face. All right. This is crazy. Um, so much love. So, oh, man, uh, uh, the amount of support that is happening right now is blowing our minds. Uh, and we appreciate it so very much. Um, but yeah, anyways, I don't, let's, let's not, let's not, uh, you know, pause on this too much. All right. It's time for you to get into the podcast, boys. Here it is. Without further ado, your feature presentation. 
I want to go over these points right here, okay? And we're going to eat, through each point, I want to eat a little bit of some spicy food, all right? And uh, we have our little milks here. But this is pussy shit, all right? If we drink out of the milk, it's essentially saying that my film is better than your film. And you're saying if you drink it, yeah, my if, my if film's worse. It, yeah, if you drink it, your film's worse, and then my, my film is better. Yeah, but if you drink it, then my film's better, and your film's worse. Yes. Basically, if we drink it, we're saying, our yeah, we, we lose yeah. if we drink. We lose if we drink. And we're taking it right out of the page of Hot Ones. We're, we're at the chapter. Because like Hollywood, we have no originality. No. None at all. Who doesn't like recycled media? That's right. Sequels, reboots, anyways. Spinoffs. Spinoffs. Absolutely. I'm talking about the Eternals. I love the Eternals. It was a great... Excuse me. Listen. <laughs> this thing is getting in my way. <laughs> I want to talk about the first one. Okay, so I said everything I wanted, I didn't see. Admittedly, when we... First off, let's say... You're talking about your Let's first point? This. This, this is my what first, your first point. point is. This is my, everything your... I wanted to see didn't happen. All right. And he loves this movie. <laughs> <laughs> first <laughs> Shut the fuck up. All right. Well, I have a huge pile here, so I don't know how much I should... Just take a bite, you know? Because I'm just going to take a bite of this. Okay. This shit's kind of good, though. Hot as hell. Mmm. This is good. Really good. He cooked it. Is it good? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I'm already, getting, I'm already sweating. This isn't good. I'm not even trying to play it up for the camera. I'm actually, I'm already getting really hot behind my head. I feel nothing. <laughs> <laughs> um, admittedly, <coughs> I think it was a, uh, I think it was a uh, Tommy McGuire. I don't know, it's Tommy McGuire or something. There's a cat again. She wants the milk. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was Tommy McGuire or something, and uh, I said that I was asking. No, it was it was Venom. I was really excited to see. I think it was it was three things. I, I was excited to see Noel. It didn't happen. Uh, uh, I wanted to see more Black Knight because I knew Black Knight was going to be there. It didn't happen. I'm already getting a headache. Fuck me. And everybody knew <clears throat> with the Celestials. That, you know, mutants, this, that, and the third. It didn't happen. But what I saw, what I was given as a movie whole, I enjoyed it. No, I can't hate it. It should be pointed out that I have not seen Eternals, and he has not seen I the movie seen I'm going to talk about. No. Doom. Yeah, I mean, we know. Yeah. <laughs> you know watching this video. <laughs> the Neither of us has seen the other movie. Right. So, I'm essentially, I'm, I'm telling you, it's a good movie. Ah! <laughs> Jesus <laughs> I might win this one. Yeah. So honestly, like I'm losing track of thought. <laughs> it's so hard. But and I think everybody was mostly disappointed about that, as a as as a as a comic book reader. 
Um, that they didn't see what you had wanted to see, the null, much of Black Knight and Explanation of Mutants. I wanted to see something new in, in Mutants. They didn't set it up anything like that, but it's, so it's then, fun. Because I, I, I like the movie a little bit more than that. I just wanted to uh, follow up on that. So then uh, what did this set up in the grand scheme of MCU? No, that comes on to a lot of controversy, I think, with that. And I think that's why a lot of people didn't like it because and we'll, we'll just skip a point because does it stick to formula Yo. <laughs> oh it doesn't it does but it doesn't. What I think of it, it takes like three steps forward, or three steps forward and two steps back. So there's a one step, like one forward game. There's so many. I've never seen a movie, a more of a, a movie with such, god damn it, with such impressive characters. This is my, this is my second point. That. It's easier. It's your third point. That's your, my third point, yeah. Fourth point. I'm gonna try to... I'm gonna stick, but I, I can't think straight with this shit. <laughs> I'm telling you. The Eternals... It got more, much more flack than it deserved. Uh, I feel like... Damn. <laughs> one second. So out of thoughts. So, let me ask. Talking about the impressive roster of characters that it has. There's like, how many Eternals are there total? I think seven. Seven well, of them in total in the comics or in in the movie. movie. I think there's seven. There's Gilgamesh, Dina, Icarus, Circe, Sprite, uh, uh, Kringo, Kingo, and uh, uh, Drig. Yeah, so seven. <laughs> seven of them now. That's a lot of characters in one movie, mm -hmm. especially an, such an unknown characters as the Eternals. Yeah, I mean, going to the comic book store to look for Eternals comics, there was like <laughs> yeah. five there. <laughs> for real, it's not—they're not very known characters, and I think Marvel is trying to make them into characters that we really like, and I think they <clears throat> definitely succeeded in that. And that's what I'm saying with the formula. Usually, Marvel movies are the typical bad guy, like Shang Chi. Fuck me. Shang-Chi. Eternals is better than Shang-Chi. That's another point. That is another <laughs> point. Take a bite. Uh, oh, burn so much. Just not stop. Better than Shang-Chi in like, uh, in what way? <laughs> so, I'm taking my glasses off. <laughs> okay, so, yeah. We were talking about Shang-Chi. Um, um, so, w with the typical fashion of Marvel movies, it's, you know, it's a setup of a uh, uh, good guy, bad guy, bad guy, just try to destroy the world. But with the Eternals, it's a lot different. I won't say a lot different, but it's much in t much more focused on the characters of this whole band. 
Um, if you want to explain it like this, it's kind of like trying to set up the Avengers, like how they how dynamic their characters are with each other, and uh, making it into one uh, like two like two hour movie, you know. Mm-hmm. And so with that, they show a lot between the characters and interactions with with each other, and that's something I want to, I wanted to go to the theaters and see. I wanted to see more Marvel characters with their impressive skills and and this, that, and the third, and um, interact with each other. And I think that was, that's something I've never seen, really, in a, in a Marvel film, unless it was Avengers. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> to go on to... Oh, Fastus. Fastos. As, I think there's eight characters, actually. Because, actually, he was, he was the black character. Is he a little hot? <laughs> Just a little bit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's... Um, you, you can have some water. No. Is no he can? It was no milk. Okay, well, I guess that's gone now. I'm a cruel man. <laughs> yeah. But, so with Fastus, he was a beautiful representation of, of gay people. He was actually gay. Which I don't know if in the comics he is, but in this one, he, he was a gay black man. Which is, um, I love it. Because in the movie, it's not pointed out. It's not shown. There's no. What I feel like it was happening was no. There's no principles, no, you know, co- social commentary that was trying to be made with this. But it was just in this purest form of representation. You just they're there. This is this person, and they don't really have to you know, explain it to you. He's gay, and he's good to go. Um, some of the other characters that I really like was um. I believe, let me, let me double, yeah, Kingo, Kingo, so Kingo is, uh, uh, Camille, played by Camille, yeah, Indian man, or, I mean, he's played as, like, an Indian man, and, um, uh, I believe Camille is, like, Pakistani and Indian, it's like he's a mix or something, and, uh, he's a, in the movie, he's a Bollywood actor, he's, like, a superstar, He's hello. It's it's so cool. Cause have you ever have you ever seen Slumdog Millionaire? I love that movie. It's a good movie. And it's a great representation of like Bollywood, and it's kind of like a mixture of them. Um, <coughs> and uh, just seeing that again, it was kind of kind of cool. And you know, th- there was also Athena being a PTSD kind of vibe to her towards it. And at first, I didn't really like, but kind of just again with representation they they made these characters representations of, of things and not just like eternals like immortals people yeah. with superpowers and shit like that made them relatable yeah. made them relatable and would you say then that this movie was more focused on character absolutely more character driven that's why people didn't like it and that's what i think exactly what happened people didn't like it because it was focused on characters they i think they, they take the misleading idea that it was focused on uh, setting up shit more than anything else, when really in reality, it, I don't think it really did. The only thing that it set up was, and this was annoying throughout the whole, this one's also a thing up to my, my con list, is <clears throat> they they were talking about Kit Harrington all the time. Um, they didn't, or, yeah, like, we were excited for it, but they didn't really show a lot of Black Knight. Well, they didn't show Black Knight at all, and they were setting up that, which just didn't need to happen. Um, and it was really annoying because it was just dick teasing it almost the entire time. It was like I don't just give me the whole shaft. I don't want the dick to hit it. 
Um, but yeah, uh, just impressive characters. Uh, there was one thing uh, also with us. Oh, it was the idea that they're influencing the, the Greek gods. You know, like they've influenced this, this, these religions. And I think a lot of people are hung up on that one, or at least for some of the reviews. They kind of bring it up as if it's kind of like, oh, like, okay, we get the idea. Well, in the comics, it's kind of like, duh. You know, it's also, it just, it's like just one of those little, if you know, you know type situations. Mm -hmm. Um, While I think uh, it was shown a little bit in Eternals, but I think people are, it's not that deep. We know. It's just... I don't know, it's a lot of nitpicking about this fucking movie that really had me going a yeah. little bit. It so, did not deserve... I hate that it deserve, It got a, like, 47, I think, Rotten Tomato score. Is it down that low? It's down it that low. It got that low. It did. I think Carlos uh, was telling me, the beautiful chocolate man that was sitting over here a couple last week, um, he said that it got at, like, 44%. He got as, as, low, as, as low as that. Dang. Um... Maybe, yeah, you know, maybe it's that thing where people are just trying to see what Marvel's doing next, and so they're hoping that this movie would really lay out the future of where they're going, but it was more not, maybe I guess not like a typical Marvel movie. Mm-hmm. Well, it's also still, I'm going to assume, retaining some of those MCU-isms that all Marvel movies just kind of have. Yeah. <clears throat> like big CGI fights. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I got to ask, because one of my big issues, and even when my one of my issues with like Shang-Chi and just Marvel movies in general is an over overdone comedy. Mm-hmm. In this movie, is is comedy overdone? Now, there's comedy in it. No, no, that's fine. Like, but I don't have a problem with comedies. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. There's comedy in it. A thousand percent, I'm just going to leave it there. But it's not... Okay, so that, that brings up a good point because with Kingo, because he's a Bollywood... He, he brings his manager with him. Yeah. And there's a point where, like, it it's good because, I mean, not the comedy. I, I hated the comedy throughout. It's corny. It's that level of MCU comedy that you're talking about. There It is there, um, but it's only there for a couple of bits. So there's emotional scenes, and there's Absolutely. time to process the emotional scene yeah. before somebody makes a joke. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. A couple of yeah, a couple of minutes in between. I think that was also another gripe that a lot of people had was that I was slow, I was dragging, but it really. Well, I mean, I never found myself like drag. So in the was this, in theaters, it's about three hours. It's like mm-hmm. two hours forty some odd minutes. But mm-hmm. if you're watching it in theaters with trailers, yeah. you're gonna be there for about three, three hours. hours. <clears throat> Absolutely. But throughout that whole time, you sat through it, mm-hmm. and at not one point were you like, "Man, this is." I'm kind of dragging a bit. It's a little slow in here. <laughs> no, I wouldn't lie. Happened once, maybe. Well, once is good for for like right. a three-hour movie. Yeah, <coughs> I'm pushing it a little bit. I think it was it was mostly. Um, if I remember correctly, it was kind of more when they were trying to establish the team again mm-hmm. and they're going to drag. Because the, the really, the one I'm impressed about this is that it really didn't show a lot of action. There was maybe. Uh, three total scenes of a lot of action mm-hmm. um, and the action was good it wasn't bad and it was emotional that's what I loved about it the action was also emotional I'm gonna eat a little bit let's let's, let's, my, let's say I'm we're moving let's say we're moving to the point of you're gonna talk about the story a little bit you need, yeah maybe a brief overview and so uh, let's take yeah, a bite I'm gonna take a bite because I'm losing my heat here and I want to continue here you want to continue not knowing what words will come out of your mouth next 
I can I can see myself. The more time I had in between of not eating, the more knowledge <laughs> the actual sense I could I see that able, coming through. I was able to yeah make and so yeah. This is a lot. Wait a few bites because it's mainly just white meat, and I want to get some of that hot sauce. Mm. Um, <laughs> what the fuck am I saying? We're talking about a brief overview of the story. Brief overview of the story. Um, it, it, it begins in a cool little fashion. Actually, now that I think about it, now that you've brought this up, I will say I was real fucking peeved in the beginning. Because in my understanding, it begins with a, you know, writing. That's not it, but it says that the Eternals was were from a planet, essentially. And uh, Ersham, er, uh, he uh, strikes a deal with, some, with them, some shit, like, if you protect this, and you'll be able to go back to your planet, right? I was peeved, because that's not the original, like, origins. I thought they mixed the origins to make it fit more in the MCU. And they shouldn't have done that. Because in the be for whole beginning, um, I... How I believed that they 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 had recreated the entire origin of this uh, of of these <coughs> of these characters, <laughs> and I hated that. So in the beginning, they arrive on Earth and they save this village, and essentially throughout the in entire movie, you're not with the same village, but you're with humanity in <laughs> this Middle East. <laughs> 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 Alright, <laughs> in, uh, I believe it begins in the, this village, and they're, they're, jeez, okay, uh, they're in this village, uh, and they have this first sex scene, Icarus and Sir, or Sir scene, they make love, and you almost see a little tit flop out, coming up here on time, um, uh, and eventually they, they correct uh, the Eternals, um, history, blah, 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 and, uh, it, they, um, uh, I think it was called the Resurrection or like something like that. This big doomsday thing, which I hated. You didn't need to do. Oop, you didn't need to do a doomsday. I think that's one of the other MCUisms is they think big scale is what you need. Yeah, there's a lot like, of oohs and ahs in this. Like in Shang Chi, the first two thirds, it's just like martial arts action. Mm -hmm. But in the third act, as he's going to like find his wife i think his wife's wife and he releases this giant beast you know for the cgi battle it would have been way cooler if it was just him versus his father and that was the final fight in it you know yeah and make it more it'd make it more emotional and you know it doesn't need to be like world ending stakes for it to be because at the point yeah. where everything's world ending stakes it's like okay i get it they yeah. gotta stop the bad guy from destroying the world <laughs> yeah. they're probably gonna do it too with, you know with the oh my gosh yeah so with the eternals exactly what you're saying there was this character, there was this deviant called Crow, and uh, he essentially is a deviant who is involved and creates, um, or not creates, he takes other um, powers from deviants, or some from Eternals. And uh, through, uh, uh, with, with, okay, so to back up a little bit, uh, Ajax, the main Eternals, he, or main Eternal, uh, it's essentially just doesn't want to. He's she was originally trying to 
uh, evade the whole resurrection. But Icarus finds out and essentially kills her, which I love. I actually didn't hate that part. It's kind of like the comic book style, kind of like crazy twist like that that I really liked. And when it comes to Marvel movies like that, I look for those correlations in comic style uh -huh. writing and movie writing, and they correlated quite well. Um, but then, yeah, a uh, Icarus kills Ajax, and then Crow sucks her power. And it's and uh, Cer soon Cersei's, Cersei finds out, and it's like this whole uh, lover versus lover type situation that was yeah. happening. The ending was epic as fuck, even though it didn't really... Anyways. The ending was epic, even though you didn't like it? Yeah, but there's... Yeah. <laughs> but no, I, I I liked it. I only I didn't like it only because it was like world-ending stakes yeah. that just need, didn't need to be in place there. But So with Crow, now with Crow... Voiced by uh, Bill Skarsgård. Pennywise from It. For Pennywise from know. It. Um, <clears throat> couldn't even tell. That's what I don't like about it. But couldn't even tell about, about him. About like, that whole situation. Such a, a good actor mm. in a role if you're not going to like let it be bit. known that it's them. A little bit. But it looks like voice actors is one of your points. Voice actors is one of my Disney points. Disney not there actors. yet. <laughs> I don't know. You said voice actor. <laughs> he said the word. I'll fuck it. I don't want... I don't, okay, so... Yeah. This is self-inflicted kamikaze. Yeah, it was. It's good, though. So good. <laughs> um, with Crow, there's there's this interesting dynamic between the Eternals, kind of putting them against each other, and with the Deviants, there's this level of hierarchy that was starting to happen. Or not even hierarchy, but there was this big main deviant and he was killing off eternals and he was taking their power and through the taking his power he turned into a natural person and that's when he started uh speaking that's when bill scarsgard started speaking and uh his other buddies were just animals which i didn't like because much what the how i think the story should go this is how i think the story should go the eternals you know have this have this inter meaning like issue right i don't know what it is i'm not a writer right yeah and then with the deviant crow um he's like killing off some of these internals that needed that could have died like uh gilgamesh and ajak they could have you know died off and been fine uh with the story mm -hmm. and giving more dynamic to it but then make those other deviants who are like these stupid animals like uh i guess representations and make those actual like other people yeah like have them start to evolve right and Make this like civil civil war almost. Well, not even civil war, but this war between the this deep, the strong ass deviant and the internals, because yeah, uh, the whole idea with the internals is that they can't reproduce, uh, but the deviants can. Mm -hmm. And this is a obviously a comic idea if you've ever read the comics. But the deviants become so uh, so large in numbers that the eternals are outnumbered. And then this st other stuff happened, but essentially that's like the story that I would have liked to seen. Other than this huge, you know, big bad thing is gonna happen, and everybody is going to die, and let's yeah. save this now. Yeah, they defeat a celestial. They, they defeated a celestial. I've never seen that shit happen before. It kind of gives you an idea of how underpowered the MCU really fucking is. Even an awakening at celestial. Even. I don't know. Stupid. So you would have liked... I whilst, would, whilst it was character-driven and a little more personal, mm, you would have liked I've, the grand I've, scale of it to be I've more personal. I love the grand scheme, scheme of, like, of, of it. And uh, 
I shouldn't be researching that right now. <laughs> and I think what I loved about it so much, and retrospectively, is I love these characters, and uh, I love the history, mm -hmm. and I love the stories that are told by these people. And so, like, it's this, would you say a step in the right direction for Marvel in moving away from... Absolutely. A lot of the stuff that Absolutely. they had built up through, like, all the... Like, but I, think, their... I don't think it's going to matter, though. You don't think... Because of because the negative of the, reception? Because of the negative reception. And then we're going to go back to... That's what I hate it. about it. Mm -hmm. That's what I hate that... I keep saying that. That's what I hate about it. But that's what I hate. I hate... Because you guys... Well, not you guys, but... Maybe. People have... Maybe some of you guys. Maybe some of you guys. Some of you guys just didn't... Appreciate it enough. <laughs> like, at all. <laughs> there's so much... There's a... There's bad about it, but there's so much good about it it's yeah well i that mean i think yeah. i think about it and it is like i can't stand here obviously and tell you that this movie is better than dune because it's really not and that's not really the argument that i'm giving it but you can take a drink of your mouth now <laughs> no i can't because i the eternals as a whole is you know something not that's it's not it's it's better than dune in my eyes because mm -hmm. there's these lovable characters and they're such emphasis on what can change in cinema if Eternals were at least cinema to the MCU mm -hmm. that um, it could change something so you like see the potential behind the potential. what this movie could could have been yeah. or maybe will be and it represents culture so articulately and respectfully like, and respectfully just, like, and it doesn't it, yeah it, it, it wasn't it was never anything that was said just to be said to put uh, the marvel studios or disney in a good light yeah um that arguably half of their shit that they even make nowadays is kind of trying to do that like crowd pleasing like crowd pleasing we're, we're with Absolutely. we're woke you know yeah um and i think eternals we it was the first sex scene in marvel i mean there i mean there's definitely more but it was it wasn't. It was more shown it rather than implied. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I know in, in the first Iron Man, there yeah, was a little... I mean, they're they're fucking all the time, but they yeah. never like so show Downey Robert or Robert Downey Jr. fucking plowing some penis, you know, into some well white girl. Maybe some, <laughs> maybe some good steps there. Yeah. Uh, what's here's my question because we have Aladdin here on the table. Yeah. Which you what told is me that about. Yep, we're moving to our point of Disney, and uh, you already talked a little about voice actors, but yeah, this is my Aladdin last one. Here, you know, I I brought Aladdin. <laughs> this was this is something that goes with. We were trying to find props today for Eternals because I had zero. And I saw Aladdin here, just sitting in a five dollar bin, and I grabbed that bad boy because you know why. Disney a bitch. Okay. This is why I don't like Bill Skarsgård as Crow. Crow had one of the smallest insignificant roles in it. It was played by a very significant actor. I don't give a fuck about the actor. Okay, I don't care that they mis misuse his talents. I don't care. What they could have done, and what I personally believe what they should have done, was cast a maybe an unknown voice actor. Something who actually... Somebody who actually does these things, mm -hmm. um, and not um, just cast him because he was a big actor. You could have Disney could have potentially, or Marvel Studios could have potentially changed a person's career choice or or career path and created this um, make a dream come true 
type situation. Well, and I'll tell you why, because a lot of voice actors, a lot of voice acting jobs nowadays use uh, the likeness, like the actor's likeness rather than actual good voice acting. Mm -hmm. uh, you can see it on so many different representations, like, I mean, Shark Tales, you have Will Smith, and he was, it was a black fish. Yeah. <laughs> that man was a black fish, all right? And, you know, there's other examples out there that I can't think about right like, now. More to say, we've got this big name actor right here. Yeah. Yeah, and it's... it's and even if they don't necessarily make that character their yeah. own. But with Crow, there was no, like, there was no ego attached to it, and it didn't look like Bill Skarsgård, so my question is, like, why? Why was that even needed? Um, there is... <clears throat> I wanted to make it a focus, because there is a good video out there um, I believe in voice actors need to have a more presence in movies. Uh, what they bring to the table is incredible. Uh, and um, we, they need more representations in film because they don't. Um, excuse me. There's an excellent uh, There's an excellent video out there against like Disney. Disney with uh, Aladdin and Robin Williams. I think I like where you're going to go, but I we're know, about to run out of time. I, I, it comes with uh, uh, Dog Eat Dog. It's a great video out there. Uh, uh, there's so many actors out there that don't like working with Disney, specifically for reasons that Robin Williams uh, kind of touches on. So watch the video. I, they don't need the shout-out, but shout-out to Dog Eat Dog. Uh, they were a great video. Um, and, yeah, so I think that, that's, that's our time. See you. Bye. Hey. Did you know that we're on Spotify? Just give us a search, Film Different Podcasts, the podcast where we talk about movies, cinematic, indie, new, or old. If it piques your interest, give us a follow. Alright, welcome back. Now Hi. it's my turn to talk about the movie I watched, uh, Dune, yeah. which is part one, which apparently a lot of people didn't know going in. Mm. Uh, my family didn't know, my father-in-law didn't know going in, and uh, <laughs> he was very confused when it just ended. You know, <laughs> this is one of those. I I saw the beginning of it. I didn't watch a lot of it at all because I didn't want to. And uh, I saw it was only part one. I was like, is it gonna be like midway part two or something like that? Part two is all one part one. Yep. Um, <laughs> part two is recently confirmed, and I hear the director's even trying to push for three parts now. Three parts, which I'm down for. I'm not gonna lie. There. It's I mean the book's split up into three parts. Oh. Anyways. Let's talk about Dune, part one. Yeah. First thing I'm going to talk about is the story. That's kind of not hard. That's kind of hard to talk about if you don't talk about that first. <laughs> this was such a bad idea. <laughs> Just hurts our podcast. It doesn't help it. <laughs> this will be the best episode. I'm talking about Dune. I'm going to start by talking about the story. Mm -hmm. Story. Now, about this book, people said it was un, unfilmable. That's what a lot of people said about this book. Yeah. Well, the book was people said it was unfilmable. They tried, uh, David Lynch tried in 19 something, um, 1980s. Um, but there was a lot of studio interference with that. Now, I like the movie. It's weird. It's, it's weird. And I really, I think it's a good movie. Um, but people would be like, oh, it's unfilmable. Nobody liked it when it came out. It's now been kind of, it's more of a cult classic now, the original Dune. But we're talking about the new Dune. Um, Denny Villeneuve had the brilliant idea to split it into more than one part. 
So all those people being like, oh, it's unfilmable. Well, they never thought to just split it <laughs> into multiple parts. Because then <laughs> you can cover the, the, the book, you know? Yeah, there you go. Um, story, it's about um, the... Um, there's this planet called Dune. It's a desert planet. And on oh, this, it's a planet called Dune? Well, it's called Arrakis, but people call it Dune because it's sandy. Because it's Dune-y. Yeah. And on this planet is this spice... Um, I forget what it's, it's called. Is it called. It's like melange or something. I thought it was called spice. No, I mean yeah, but there's a, there's an actual name for it. It's called spice, and uh, this spice is very very valuable. Um, some people use it as a drug. Um, other people, I mean not other people, or they also use it to help them travel through space, help them fold space and time, is what this spice does. That's how they're able to travel from in galaxies. So it's very valuable, and it's only found on this one planet. And for the past many, many decades, the um, Harkonnens, who were the bad guys, had been mm. harvesting this spice, um, you know, and selling it and stuff. Oh, those, those bald white folk? Yeah. Mm. And it's all under the rule of the emperor. You know, they everyone's under the, the rule of this emperor. Scary. Yeah. I mean, they in the in the original, it was them. gingers. They were all gingers. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the bad guys were the gingers. Um, and so... Yeah, this one, too? Were they ginger? No. No. In the old one, they were. Oh. Uh, okay. That's what I was saying, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and this no, one, they're bald. Bald and fucking fat. Um, and so the emperor decrees that uh, the Harkonnens are supposed to leave and um, the... Uh, um, dang it, this is messing with my thought. Um, <laughs> the Atreides. House Atreides is going to go and mine the spice in their place. Um, and they all go in... House Atreides goes in knowing it's a trap. The emperor is trying to weed out certain people in his empire and is kind of is secretly working with house harkonnen uh clan harkonnen to pretty much wipe out the atreides and this movie follows that first part where the atreides they go to this new planet and they have not much equipment left over from the harkonnens and it's bad equipment and then there's this assassination attempt that mostly works they kill um the father and you know they kill everyone but you know Lady Jessica and um, Paul Atreides, um, who they said they weren't going to kill. They were just going to exile them because of the Bene Gesserit, which is this sect of, uh, it's almost like a religious, it's a religious, pretty much a religious order. And uh, it's like this all-female thing. And they they know a lot of stuff. And they, they use the voice, which they can command people to do stuff. Mm. Um, and then people just are compelled to do that. And uh, Paul is... This one that they think might be the chosen one. Um, Always the chosen one. The chosen one, yeah. Um, I think, though, I think, though, from what I understand, Denis Villeneuve is actually going to address the whole, like, white savior trope with his Dune movies. I think I saw that somewhere. Because oh. when I'm watching the movie, it's like these Ben and Jesuit, they went to planet Arrakis first mm-hmm. to, like, spread this message of this coming messiah person. Okay. And like it's it's like yeah we went there to prepare the way for for you guys you know so it'll be a little easier and the whole time Paul's like like you you're pretty much making these people believe what you want them to believe you know whether or not it's true you've gone there right. and you've tried to do this it even you know you're making them believe what it is you want to believe I'm not this person um, and the movie the movie ends after they him and his mom they run through the desert 
You come across a couple sandworms, you know. Um, a couple sandworms? A couple sandworms. Some of those in the trailer, those motherfuckers are huge. Those, <laughs> let me talk about the tension in this movie, okay? <laughs> Take a break real quick. I know that's not one of my points, but, oh. I mean, the movie ends, like, they they find this, this group of Fremen, and then they... They, they continue to journey with the Fremen after Paul had to fight one of the Fremen who didn't like them and kill him. And it was oh. the first time he killed somebody. So. Oh, oh, poor guy. So, let's talk about the cast real quick. What was that about you? It's a stacked cast. Mm-hmm. Timothy Chalamet, Rebecca Ferguson, Oscar Isaac, Javier Bourdain, Dave Bautista, Stellan Skarsgård, Zendaya, Josh Brolin. Who, for the most part, barring um, Timothy Chalamet or Rebecca Ferguson, aren't used that much. Really? Yeah. Like I mean, like, like Oscar Isaac and mm-hmm. Josh Brolin. Yeah. Like, as soon as the attack happens, They're Oscar dead. Isaac dead. And, uh... Is uh, uh, Josh Brolin? Uh, is he, he? It doesn't... No, you don't see him die. So I don't think he's actually dead. There's just no. It just cuts away from... He's, like, in the battle with the bad guys as they're attacking and it just kind of cuts away with an explosion okay so probably not dead um (laughs) zendaya didn't have much time in it at all she was in a couple of um that's what i heard in a couple of the visions that he had and then there for a little bit at the end i don't think she had more than 10 minutes of screen time in totality wow um javier bourdain had pretty much the same a little more than maybe not even a little more than zendaya if you count in that he didn't have any he wasn't in any visions (laughs) so they got the stat cast but i don't know it's like and I don't, I don't care that they're not like the main focal points of the movie because they're not the main focal points of this movie. The main focal point is, you know, Timothy Chalamet's character. Mm-hmm. Um, and they'll use Zendaya and Harvey Everdell more in the next part because they're Fremen. And this whole movie was them finding sure, but... this group of Fremen. Sure, but why not? Why not cast some villains? You know, why cast you know Josh Brolin or? Because they're awesome actors. They're awesome actors. They're awesome. That's why. And but, with the... I mean, hey, that's that's in. Never mind. With a movie this scope, mm-hmm. well, that's what we're going to talk about next, is the visuals and the scope of this film. Mm. I'd like to do a rebuttal after this, you know? Hey, say something I, now. Me and, me, no, me and you. Oh. Mm. I'll leave it for then. Cinematography is incredible. Really? The visual effect, mm-hmm. perfect blend of practical... And CG, which mm-hmm. is what every movie should be. You know, you shouldn't rely too heavily on CGI. And I, I actually like older movies where they took time to like the old Star Wars films before George Lucas, you know, edited them. Dude, um, you got so far in, it's only 20 minutes. I'm getting to the good stuff. If you're getting to the good stuff, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm, I'm like, stuff. I don't want to do this anymore. This <laughs> <laughs> hurts. Admit I'm the winner. In no, absolutely not. Visual. Impressive, and the 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 the, the scale of this film is massive. You know, like it feels big, and that's why mm. that's one of the things I really love about it is how mm. big it feels in scope. Mm. Not like world end, not like like they're trying to do like a world ending big, but just the story just is massive, and you can feel how epic it is as you're watching. It's an epic. It is, and it, it truly is. Um, and the and the worms, so cool. One of my favorite parts from the old Dune. It's towards the end when you finally see Paul Atreides riding the worm. Oh, what? And, and it's like what? done with like a green screen, and so the like visuals aren't great, but you see Paul Atreides riding a worm. Yeah, they're going to ride worms. <laughs> and so as I'm watching this entire movie, I was waiting to see somebody ride a worm, and I finally did at the very end. 
I get very briefly, you see someone riding a worm. I'm like, yes! Yes! These worms are huge. Oh, it sucks. And there's this scene where the Duke and them are surveying this equipment that they have. And they're watching this spice gatherer gather spice. And there's this worm heading towards them. And so they got to call and they got to rescue them. Because the ship that's supposed to pull them out is broken. Oh, no. And as the worm is floating, like it's just, you feel the tension. Yeah, tension. There's just like the scenes with tension, like you feel, and the scenes with the worm because it's like they're trying to run from this worm. It's like you can see it in the background so big, like you don't see the full worm. You just see a bunch of sand moving. Oh shit! And when it gets closer, like the ground ripples, and so you, they'll fall down, you know. And it's just like something about it. Like when I watch trailers, for, I never seen the Meg, but when I saw trailers for it, and I'd see a giant shark like eat a boat, I'm like that would scare me. Something so big, mm-hmm. and you're just. It just helpless, chasing you when you're helpless. gone. Yeah, and so that that probably added to the tension for me. Is I forgot my hat. There's this, such this big thing moving towards you, and that scares me, kind of, you know, because mm. what could you do if something that big is coming towards you? Yeah. What did they do? Well, they made it. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Obviously, <laughs> they didn't die. Um, but it was it was really well built tension. Um, and then I want to talk about um. Stellan Skarsgård is the Baron. He wasn't in it much either, but really super menacing when he was there, oh, really? and like creepy too. Is yeah, he... he's this big fat floating guy. Oh, he floated. He floated. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. With the Funko Poppy, he had like legs. Does he have legs? Yeah, or... he's got legs, but he floats. Oh. Like he's got this thing on his spine or whatever that helps him. Oh, it just helps him float. Yeah, it looks ridiculous in the old one, watching the Baron float, but in this one, it's <laughs> it's like menacing. Okay. Yeah. Um, did a great job, Dave Batista. Probably had the least amount of screen time and mainly oh, stood looking over. like this. With his mouth open. He did good, but like it's just funny that he's like, what? Why would they do this? And he's just got his mouth open the entire time. <laughs> um, that's great. Uh, visual cinematography. Great. We're moving. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to talk about the meat and potatoes of this movie. Let's do it. Is the that rich a point? Get rich while the rest of us suffer for it. That's the next point. I'm good. Take that bite. Getting low. I'm going to take this bite. I was really hoping you'd talk more. You know, actually, I'm more impressed. Oh, you have questions. Yeah, I'm, I'm more impressed that you're able to handle it more than me. Like, I mean, like, because, like, when you're talking, you got to get a little air circulation. It's good. Like, I understand why you were <laughs> over there. Because this shit sucks. Just having to wait there and just mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. listen and shit. Yeah, let's get this bite in. We're getting let's the meat potatoes here. Mm-hmm. You have these clans, the Harkonnens, the Atreides, and the Emperor. And here they are, all of them, moving to wherever the Emperor puts them. And the Harkonnens, like, getting rich and rich off the spice, and then being, you know, sent away. And there's the the House Atreides, getting rich and rich off this spice. And then the Harkonnens attacking. It's all these, like, this political game where, like, the rich are still rich. Like, the Baron's not in any, you know, danger. As he's sitting on planet, the planet where he lives, you know, as mm-hmm. telling these people what to do. House of Trades <laughs> is one of these big families. And, like, it's just, like, this this political game of these, the rich up people, they're getting richer and richer. But, like, you've got the poor soldiers who are dying for for these, like, rich Barons. And, like... The, the just the just the cult like the Fremens themselves as well, just like normal people, who are just like casualties and like let's talk about you know let's like Middle East, oil in the Middle East, 
as soon as oil and leaves the government you know like we got to go over there we got to get that oil mm-hmm. starts a war mm-hmm. for this oil mm-hmm. and like it's not affecting them but there's soldiers there dying mm-hmm. there's people in that culture in the arab culture one soldiers who are dying and two just normal people who lose their houses to like explosions and stuff but it doesn't matter to like the rich people because they're far away from all that mm-hmm. there's this um pink floyd song and one of the lines is it in it is like it's talking about this general sending people forth into war and it's like um forward he cries from the rear and the front flank dies you know it's like they're safe mm-hmm. where they're at. They're not in the middle, but it's it's the lower class people who suffer, or it's the soldiers who mm-hmm. are in the middle of the battle that suffer. Yeah. Whilst they're just getting richer and richer and playing their own little political games to get people out of power that they don't want in power and oh. like, and so I think that aspect of it is really cool. It's kind of, well, it's it's culturally significant. It's always been culturally significant, and it's culturally significant today too. Absolutely. You know? A little bit more talked about in today's. Yeah. Way more talked about. A um, lot, lot more known. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> so that's one of the reasons I like this. Now, this movie's three hours long, just like Eternals. Both of them, about three hour long movies. Not, I watched this, Dune, I watched it twice uh, consecutively. So I watched it one really? day, and then the next day I watched it again. Damn. Yeah. I wasn't bored at all. Really? The entire time. Now, I'm a little biased, because for some reason, I just, I'm absolutely in love with the concept of Dune and the ideas in Dune. I mean, it was so much that I, I saw the movie and I went and bought the book, you know. And I'm, I'm not very far in it, but Villanueva is doing a good job sticking to pretty closely to what to what the source material is. That's, hey, that's, that's something that the Eternals definitely almost didn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and you got to make some changes when you're adapting the screen. Um, which, But even some of the dialogue, they just changed the way it was said, but it was still the same dialogue. Like in some parts that was yeah. in the book. Really cool. Yeah. Especially when I was, I was reading the book, you know. I don't know what it is about Dune. I just love it so much. I watched three hours, <laughs> two days. I wasn't bored at all. Right. And I wanted to watch you, it a third time. Did you watch day. it? Um, you watched the whole thing once and then the whole thing again. Yeah. I mean, I watched it uh, Friday and then I watched it again Saturday. Wow. I guess if that's not a testament, then I don't know what it is. Now, there are some people who don't like this movie. Mm-hmm. I feel like for some people, it's like, I don't know. It's almost like you're either going to love this movie or you're going to hate it. Like, you may not love it as much as I love it, but you're either going to love it for its cinematography and for its uh, like stellar cast and for the story, or you're gonna hate it because it's three hours and maybe you think it's slow and mm. you know like I have to wait for part two and blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. You're wrong. <laughs> this movie is incredible, but you know those are the camps you're gonna fall into. Mm. I fo- I just I fall into the camp of I absolutely love this. My family, you know, that was okay. They thought the effects right. were cool and you know they appreciate some of the stuff in it. They sure. just thought it was okay. Mm. I love it. Okay, and there's not a reason why I love it as much as I love it. It's, it's just I just do. <laughs> I like sci-fi. <laughs> I love the cast. I think the story is really cool. Like, just this planet and the spice on this planet, and it turns like people's eyes like prolonged exposure yeah. turns their eyes blue, blue. Mm-hmm. and like I saw a in the trailer, uh, Paul's eyes turn blue. That was in a it, it is that edited or is that no it turns in visions it turns blue, he has visions oh. of stuff, so, so he's like not, he's very he's clearly a very special blue. person you know yeah. as it relates to this but he doesn't want this burden of leadership, mm-hmm. you know, that's 
which is what makes all leaders kind of great leaders is they don't choose like leadership it's kind of just put upon them you know like they have no they they just have to stand up and which you know i mean you've got politicians who have been in washington for like 50 years they're not doing anything you know they're getting nothing done (laughs) yeah you know and it's just it's again they're just playing those games you know to 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 build their own agendas and you know that's not real leadership that's just doing what you want to do at the expense of others right but you get somebody in who's like actually wants to make a difference and it's just kind of like you know something needs to be done i don't i don't i never i don't want to do this but something needs to happen mm-hmm. and they affect change um they come at it from a much more you know different standpoint than people who have been in politics for years and years and haven't done anything you know mm-hmm. anything worthwhile and only talk a good talk but even now they don't talk a good talk anymore like everyone sees <laughs> right right through that yeah um and Which I just, is interesting, well, because this this plays off of a conversation that we had earlier today. Well, we're um, <clears throat> of trying to. I mean, kind of plays off when we bring up politics and stuff like that about um, kind of separating patriotism uh, with you know politics with the White House and stuff like that. I think what and we I, need, and, and it, yeah, with what you're saying, patriotism is really much at least for the American eye, die for your country. You know, you die for your country. You which is patriotism. Which, yeah, that's what I'm saying. And I think you got, you've got you got your left and your right, right? Absolutely. And each of them has their ideas of patriotism. Mm-hmm. And they're so ingrained in what they believe is right that they don't use critical thinking to think about anything the way the other person thinks about it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, um, boy, what's a good topic to talk about? We're talking about immigration, so immigration. let's talk a little bit about immigration, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... From the standpoint, we have a very legal way to enter the U.S., and it's good that we have this in place. It keeps bad people out and and such and such. You know, it keeps right. bad people out, lets right. good people in. There's a legal way to do it. I totally support immigration being done the legal way. Mm-hmm. You have, on the other hand, you have people fleeing from countries where they're under a repressive regime mm-hmm. um, and things are just, you know, not good for them. Here. It's like they, you, their you families are starving yeah. Yeah. and all that. You can't get in here yeah sometimes so let's now and from a from a far far right person yeah. there's there's no room for error error there like sure. they have to come through one way and that's it right from a far far left person let anybody in right i figure I, I think both of those are, are wrong perspectives because they will especially higher up people will let criminals in you know they right. will let bad people in which is why we have a system in place that we need mm. is to keep them out but let's say you've got a family right Say a family comes in through Mexico, comes in illegally, mm-hmm. and they set up a life here. Well, maybe this family was just trying to get a better life for their kids, you know? Mm-hmm. Maybe they, and are you going to turn them in for that? For wanting, wouldn't you want a better life for your kids, you know? Right. Like, I'm not going right. to, I wouldn't turn in, they're here because they want a better life. Right. But you have people who think that because you're Democrat or Republican right. and you have to believe fully that thing and you can't, you can't have critical thinking to think, right. well, maybe... Maybe you're right in this area, right. but maybe you're wrong in this area. Right. Maybe you're right in this area. Yeah, you know? I, 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 yeah, I think it comes back to patriotism. Um, like I was saying, the right looks at the left and say, "You're not patriot. Like you're not a patriot. Like you don't like your like your country because of immigration." Well, one of the points. It's yeah, not there's obviously many. There's, <laughs> yeah, there's many other points, points, but we don't need to get into all. Yeah, of right, them. you know them. And in reality, with a little bit of critical thinking. 
we can even if we allow if, even if we loosen up the rules and let more immigration more that in um which i would argue is patriotic or if we tighten up the rules and you know whatever there's going to be immigration and the reality is is that there are they're all people and they're going to be bad some of them are going to be bad some of them are going to be great some of them are families trying to better themselves and better their their children this that um but if we just think like they're all going to be bad um um I think just common ground is where it starts. There needs there needs to be room for healthy debate, but there isn't room for healthy debate because you have both people with opposite views who will just scream at each other what they believe, yeah. and they don't care what the other person is right. saying. Neither of them care what the other person is saying, you know. Yeah. But there needs to be room for healy debate. Absolutely. You need to sit down. And you, I'm a Republican. He's a Democrat. Mm -hmm. And we have different <laughs> religious beliefs. We yeah. have different. Well, I don't know that you actually you're more agnostic. I'm not, yeah, I'm kind yeah. of agnostic. I don't know. And I'm a Christian. We don't believe the same things Absolutely. at all. Does that mean and, I can't be friends with you? we him? have very different lifestyles as well. Very different, yes. Yes. But does that mean I'm not supposed to, you know, here we are. We started here a podcast. Are, literally like in and the first month of knowing each other. We're able to talk about topics yeah, that we like, are on opposite ends of the spectrum about. Yeah. And just be like, well, this is what I believe. And this is why I believe this. And he can say, well, this is what I believe. This is why I believe this. And I can say, well... I get that you believe that. You're wrong, but I get you know. Well, don't say that. No, no, no. Um, and particularly coming at it from a, a Christian standpoint, mm -hmm. it's I could yell about you, you know, politics, 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 politics. You're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong. Here's why you're wrong. Mm -hmm. Maybe you come to my way of thinking. Who cares in the grand scheme of things? Who cares? The world's going to end one day. Right. You know? Maybe so, soon. Maybe soon. Coming at it from a pretty hot fall, right? <laughs> I was sweating. Nah, cap. <laughs> And we're not we're not located in anywhere that should be hot. Like we're not from California, we're not from Nevada. We're in Kansas. Fuck! I'm gonna bleep that out. I'm pretty sure we've said that before. I don't think so. That's so broad, <laughs> Kansas. Okay, we're in Kansas. We live in mid Midwest. Those of you who know us know where we're at. And we're supposed to, like we have winters here. Yeah. And we haven't had a winter. Or not even yet. cold. You know. We're like we're not in winter yeah. yet, but it's still like it's supposed to be cold. Well, the world will end one day. Yeah, but I'm sorry to cut you off there. No, you're fine. So let's say you argue and argue, blah, blah, blah. You come to my way of thinking. Let's say I convert you to Republican, right? Mm -hmm. Well, I'm more conservative. I used to. But we'll say Republican. I convert you to Republican. In grand scheme of things, who cares? Right. Who cares? You know, as a Christian, I come at it from this. Look, I'm going to tell you about Jesus, and I'm going to love you. I'm going to love you for who you are because Jesus loves you for who you are. Mm -hmm. He wants to see you saved. He wants to change your life. Um, me yelling at you is going to give you a very negative view of uh, an unbiblical view of who Jesus is and who Christians are. Not to say I can't say, look, I think what you're doing there is wrong. The Bible mm -hmm. says it's wrong. Sure. Jesus says this is wrong. Right. I'm still going to love you. I'm still going to, you know, be friends with you and hang out with you because how else are you supposed to see the example of, yeah, of, exactly. what a, of what a believer is supposed to be and what a Christian is like? And at the same hand, if you're going to hate me, I'd rather you hate me for telling you the truth than, you know, hate me because of my politics. Um, Amen, bro. Which, which... I think it's a problem in some Christian circles too. Those, Absolutely. Those, those hardcore, well, they'll argue politics mm -hmm. when really we should be talking Jesus, you know? Right. Yeah, I think they, they, they mistake it putting them together. Yeah. They put the church and the White House together. It's like I can't expect a person who's a non believer to act the way it, tell, it says to act in the Bible. I can't expect a non believer to act like a Christian. It's wrong of me to expect that. It, it wouldn't make any, it doesn't make any, they're not. They're not mm -hmm. a believer. Why would they act like a believer? Mm hmm. But I can be a good example of them. I can, whenever the opportunity arises, tell people about Jesus, you know? Right. And 
I can do it in love. Even if I'm saying, hey, that's wrong. Mm -hmm. I don't do it from a place of, you're wrong for doing this. You're going to go to hell. I mean, to be fair, you would, you know, (laughs) if you don't accept Jesus. But I'm doing it out of a place of, I don't want you to go to hell. Mm. This is what, Mm. this is, this is what I believe this is what the Bible teaches. And because of that, I want to see you in heaven. I don't want to see you in hell. Mm. Some Christians, I get it. People have bad experiences with Christians. I've had bad experiences with Christians. All right. (laughs) Some are judgy. They're rude. I get it. But that's not, that's not what Jesus, you know, is about. He's about loving people, Mm -hmm. not condoning. There's a difference between loving and condoning, you know, Mm. I don't condone sinful lifestyles, but I'll still love people who are in them. You love the sinner, but you hate the sin. Gotcha. And, you know, a lot of people just don't think that way. They're very much, if you're not this, you're, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to talk to you. Not this, you're that. Yeah. Gotcha. But, Yuck, they're young. But then, like, how, like, as a believer, how are you supposed to, you're supposed to reach anyone that way? Yeah. You know? And this is just the conversations that bring up when you watch Dune, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, it's a it's a thinker. <laughs> it's the conversations that inspire, I guess. Hmm, interesting. Such a good movie. Such a good movie. I can't recommend it enough. Um, <laughs> I can't recommend it. That's how. That's how you I'm haven't seen it. it. <laughs> yeah. that's how oh no! No! Don't edit say that. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, is there anything else? Uh, I got nothing. Will you have anything? It's going on my well, list. That's well, all I'll say. Well, Josh, you gave a way better argument than me, and in less time, with that as well. Um, so stick around for the rebuttal. Yeah. Uh, just our just our last words, and I kind of, kind of think, kind of t- say who won. You know, who do you think won? Let us know. Yeah. Maybe we'll start a poll in the comments. Maybe we'll start a poll in the comments. Yeah. Who who won? Whoever won had the better movie. Who won? Had the better movie. And I don't know which movie is better at this point. It's Dune. Stick around. <laughs> so, what a podcast that was. Indeed. That was horrible. We're never going to do that again with Ever hot food. Again. That was degraded my brain. It made it hard to think for sure. Bad. Um, Yeah, you know, honestly, you brought some good. You brought some good punches there, brother. And I brought almost just some baby slaps. You know. Um, I I will say, I, I, my rebuttal, just to say, I, I, I believe the Eternals. um, Really have something has something to offer, in terms of, of cinema, in terms of Marvel's cinema. And storytelling and, and progression that way, I think they, 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 they took a good step this way. And I think, um, you know, years down the line, when they're when Phase Four is complete, this or something like that, and they, they will, will go, will look back on the Eternals and think, you know what, it actually wasn't a really. I wish this movie was like Multiverse of Madness or something like that. Just another movie down the line. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I mean, there's plenty of examples of films that did not get the recognition they deserved until exactly. years later. Yeah. This actually, you know, it could be one of those. Yeah, I really, I do. Could be one of those films. Yeah, there's so much that. From what you were saying, it actually, it might be something I'm interested in watching. Dune is definitely something I'm interested in watching. But now it comes to like to the down. The big question is, does it go on the list? 
Dune goes on my list. Dune is on my list already. <laughs> that shit was marked in there. Yes, it was. As soon as it, it was actually halfway through watching it, no, <laughs> this I'm just kidding. This is in kidding. there. Yeah, is in no. there. Uh, but after I was done watching it, yeah, it was on there. <laughs> I have a controversial take. Ooh, Eternals isn't going on my list. Spicy. It's not. Listen, listen. It was a good movie, and I praise it a lot. Um, but just some of the little bits. Um, I think I, I blame it all towards those those little words, Olympia. You know that that's that's what's that was called the planet that the Eternals came from. Uh, the fact that they tried to to establish this fake history mm-hmm. behind it, and then continue the movie on, <laughs> just fastens the seatbelt and the idea in my head that they wrote a story around making this big you know world uh catastrophe mm-hmm. making the world explode or some bullshit like that and it, marvel needs to move away from that they, they needs to move they definitely I need i like smaller scale away. stuff yeah like i mean dune for as epic as it was this the end fight scene is just this these two people just fighting and that's the final fight mm. paul's never killed anyone before yeah. and he has to kill this guy he gives him <laughs> he gives him like four chances to heal but that's just not their culture mm. which you know it gives you a unique look you know this is what this culture believes. Like yeah. Javier Bardem's character thought, oh, he's just toying with him. You know, Paul's just toying with this guy. But it's oh. like, no, he's never killed anyone before. And yeah. that's just not the, you know, two different cultures. Culture. You just gotta, you know. Yeah. It goes back to politics. It does. It goes back to politics. I mean, it goes, um, both of these movies, um, I would say for a an arm for the Eternals is what I was thinking about is uh, there wasn't, except for one person, you know, it is a stacked cast, and they got their screen time. Well, it wasn't like a large screen time, but mm-hmm. you know, they're all there, and they're all they all talk to each other. There was it was friction, there was beauty, there's romance in it. That's what I like to see in a movie. And yeah, I mean, and it's there, and except for Kit Harrington, he's there for like the beginning, none of the middle. There's like one part, but he's on like FaceTime, and then he's there at the end credit scene. So. Uh, which I don't care for. I don't care about the end credit scene because what just... was it? Out of curiosity. Um, so uh, Kit Harrington, he's playing Black Knight, but he doesn't actually play the Black Knight because he has to find a sword. Um, and then the ending, there's two ending credit scenes. Uh, one establishing that Thanos was an Eternal, and two, uh, Kit Harrington interacting with the Ebony Blade, which is like this cursed blade, which turns him into Black Knight. And in in the in the background, you hear Blade. Yeah, it was like something like you know what I'm saying. <laughs> and for those of you wondering, those of you Marvel fans wondering, well, why didn't the Eternals stop Thanos? It's because Marvel hadn't thought to put the Eternals <laughs> in the mix yet. Yeah, that's why. And that's the it's answer. As simple as that. Yeah, you think they? Yeah, like, they're that creative and writing now, they had that much planned ahead yeah, that they're like absolutely. as they're coming up with thanos eventually we're gonna have the eternals yeah. and so we're just gonna ma- yeah. no they decided <laughs> no. to do the eternals yeah. all right that's it it's as simple as that mm. yeah. I, don't know. I think i enjoy the internals mostly because of the history that i know it to be and so i can't give it the movie that the the uh the, the privilege of being on my list because you can see what it could have been i can see what it could have been and that's not the point of the list yeah mm-hmm. i see more stars in its future rather than its present mm. mm-hmm. and so for that reason i think i think you want it well you be the judge 
Who had the better argument? No, it's going it's going on the list. Like it'll be oh. on the list, you know. Oh, like on the list oh, list. You guys don't know. You don't know about that. that. Exciting things coming up. Exciting things as well. <laughs> I feel like we say that every week. But look, we got new equipment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a lot better uh mics. So, you know, exciting things exciting have happened. Things. Yeah. Well, if you enjoy the podcast, uh like, subscribe. Yeah. Um and follow the the new socials that we have. Oh there. yeah, we'll, we'll put those up on screen, Absolutely. maybe in the comments, maybe or in the, the description. description. Yeah. yeah, we've got a uh, Twitter, Twitter, um, Instagram, Instagram, TikTok, and we have a lovely little Patreon that I've already talked about. Now, so if you'd like to su- support us, it really just you know, we're we're working full time jobs, so we can't really. We want to put a lot more uh, focus into it and make this content better, mm-hmm. <laughs> better than today. <laughs> well, at least for me, you you brought it, brother. You brought the hammer. Oh, thank you, you brought it good. Um, and just general support like that. Um, just look into it. You don't have to. Uh, we obviously don't want to be too greedy like that because yeah. we haven't been doing this for very long. And but like I said, like it's just from like the things where you want to get supported for doing the thing you love, you know? Absolutely, absolutely, and. Uh, um, yeah, we just started our socials, so there's not much on them at the moment, and yeah. we do plan on starting a Facebook social. Hasn't happened yet, but Be it will a happen. Be part of the beginning yeah. of something beautiful. Yeah. We have so much planned that we don't have the funds <laughs> to do uh, any of it, uh, or time, and that's where you guys come into. You can you can make that possible. Yeah, help us. Uh, you know, if people show interest, we'll be like, yeah. This is something yeah. we are going to put more time. Yeah, we, people we, are loving this. You know, we really don't. It sounds corny to say we're not doing it for the money. It's true. You know? uh, we we got together and we had an idea of reviewing movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would it be nice to get paid to do something we love? <laughs> yes, of course it would. <laughs> Let's not be like suck your dick now, okay? Well, I'm just saying. I want you your know? money, <laughs> okay? I mean, it's true. You know, but, you know, <laughs> you know. But we want to give back even more than mm-hmm. what we're doing. Um, so yeah. We're like PBS. Yeah. No, we're like Disney. We're going to bully you guys. Yeah. Give us listen, money. Listen. Hey, listen. Listen here. If you don't give us a dollar, no more. I'm not giving you shit. We're going to make our videos exclusive. exclusive. We need to have a password to watch them. Yeah, this is a true story, by the way, with Disney. We work in the... Because we talk to our GM a lot. Spill some beans. Spill some beans on Disney. Disney? I mean, just the stories I mean, allegedly. Hey. Some of the stories I've heard about Disney, I don't know. Hey. I know there's laws against monopolization, but, you know, <laughs> who cares about that? I guess so. The rich gotta get rich. And the poor gotta get poorer. Yeah. Is possible to get poorer? I guess so. In my case. <laughs> it's been a rough couple of weeks for this guy. It's been a rough couple of weeks, yeah. You don't want to, you don't need to know about that. Though. All right, sorry for this long outro. Yeah. We'll talk to you later. Yeah. Bye. Love you guys. Bye. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't.